Miss any part of today's episode of Homer and Tony? Check it out on WisconsinOnDemand.com. Every week at this time, love to talk at Jack. There's more gambling, and that means there's more problems unless you're doing it the right way, and that's FatJackSports.com. Listen closely, please. Fat Jack, good afternoon. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good to talk to you, Homer. Um, yeah, if you if you had teams like Central Michigan yesterday or you had Purdue, um, a number of other teams like that, it's already a rough start. If you had uh, Tennessee or teams like that, it was a really good start. So the, the bottom line is, though, it's a marathon and not a sprint. So whether you started out good or you started out a little bit rough, you need to get signed up at FatJackSports.com. 27 years of winning betting on sports. So, uh, all the place, text your cell phone or email to you, and a full Labor Day weekend of college football here. And then finally, the NFL gets going on Thursday. So, great time of year, isn't it, home? FactJackSports.com. Notre Dame's an underdog by more than I bet they've ever been an underdog ever, or at least since they've been good. Uh, is Ohio State that good? Or I'll just take Notre Dame thinking that's too many points. Is that a stupid philosophy or just wrong? Well, generally speaking, in week zero, week one, and even into week two, playing favorites and playing over is a bad idea. Uh, now, it doesn't mean they're not going to get there. Twenty, uh, All but one of the favorites, I think, to this point have won straight up. So they're typically getting there. They're not covering every game. But generally speaking, the general public likes to play over. They like to play favorites. So I don't think your, your idea is wrong in general. Now, this specific game, I think it might be in trouble. There's a reason why Kelly left, A, B, they do have a lot of turnover there. And C, they have not been prolific enough offensively um, to be able to come back if they get down. So with all of that, I think it is a dangerous spot for them. I don't like playing with the general public. And I do think there will be a lot of people that say what you're saying. Hey, Notre Dame and that many points, sign me up for that. But I also think there's guys that feel more comfortable just playing the favorite because they ultimately are just looking at the best team. And that typically creates some value with the underdog. But I actually lean the other way on that one, Homer. I'll take uh, I'll take Ohio State minus the number. And that means you then Ohio State is really good. I mean, I, I I've just seen Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia are like the three best teams, and there's a huge gap after that. Uh, is that well, is that accurate? Yeah, there's there's six teams right now. Now this will change, but right now projected to be favorites every single week this year. There's six of them. Alabama and Ohio State are projected to be double-digit favorites in every single game this year. So if you're looking for who's going to, you know, who should win all their games and get to the get to the uh, playoff right now without any injuries, without seeing exactly what we're looking at, Alabama, Ohio State, they're going to go into every game right now as a double-digit favorite. The other four teams, Air Force, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Utah, are all right now projected to be favorites in every single game. So when you're talking about being really good, yeah, they're, they're not only really good, they're, they're projected to be a lot better than all the opponents on their schedule. So I don't know that it's – like I said, we're going to find out is, is it what Notre Dame isn't with a lot of the turnover and the transfer portal and the new coaches and all that kind of stuff, or is it this uh, Ohio State team uh, as advertised and are they that next level? But, yeah, going into the season, those six teams are going to be favored every one. And as I said, Alabama, Ohio State, both supposed to be double-digit favorites. Another kind of interesting – that the toughest schedule in projected of tough schedules, Arkansas, Auburn, Mississippi State, and A&M, all SEC teams, projected to have the toughest schedules in the country. The easiest schedule of Power Five, 
UCLA. So just some general information as we head into this weekend. I mentioned Ohio State, huge favorite against Notre Dame. You also have Georgia, a huge favorite. I think it's almost the same against Oregon. I don't, I don't have any idea what to think on that one. Help me out. Yeah. Well, you get a lot of that these week zero, week one, right? I don't really know. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. And college has become a lot like, um, you know, high school, even where you have transfers all the time. And in basketball season, we're more used to it, you know, because you have had a lot of transfers for years. There's only five starters, so so a, a player or two can really change the uh, complexion of the team. Football's become that, so it is a lot of let's wait and see. Oregon, generally speaking, not covering the number very often, though. Homer, 6-13 and 13 against the spread their last 19 games, so they cover about 32% of the time. Georgia sent nine guys to the NFL off the defense. I mean, come on. A, a historically great defense. Totally had to redo it, but Kirby Smart's been really good at recruiting, recognizing talent, especially in that defensive interior. So if they come back with even half of what they had last year on the defensive side of the ball, I do think they roll it up on Oregon. If there's a drop-off based on talent, uh, you know, uh, Looking at different talent, figuring out who they got on campus, or just some, you know, some rust and nerves early. I can see Oregon staying around for a while, but uh, it's hard to fade a team that doesn't give up a lot of points. You know what I mean? So Oregon or, or you, you, uh, Georgia doesn't have to score that many if they're not giving up a lot. So I'd lean toward Georgia minus the points in that one. Go to FactJackSports.com. As I said, there's more gambling Norways to do it, which means it's even more important that you do it the right way because you have more chances. Than ever before, Fat Jack, to screw things up. How do you like that theory? You're right. There's a reason why when you turn on the radio or turn on TV, it's not just political ads on who's going to be the next governor and stuff. It's all about offshore. It's all about sports books. It's all about things like that. It's because it is a money grab for a lot of these companies if you don't know what you're doing. The great news is is if you'll sign up at FatJackSports.com or you do know what you're doing, it allows you more opportunities to make money, to make extra revenue. That's what's going on. So I'm going to keep you away. I'm going to uncloud the waters, keep you away from some of those really tough situations, and give you solid winning selections, text to your cell phone or email to you, that over the course of the season are going to help you become a successful sports better. So, But you're right, Homer. More important now than ever to uh, get good information or be able to, to figure out what information is good uh, when you're betting these games because they're going to give you a ton of different ways to uh, lose your money. I'm, I'm just decided the way I'm going to deal with you, Fat Jack, is I'm just going to give you my theories. I got theories. Here's my latest one. I think USC's coming back. I think they're going to be a power. I don't know how long before they're playing for a national championship because they got a good coach. I'm going to put my money on him, but I don't know if it's too early. Take and run with yeah. that. Yeah, if you're, Homer, if you're betting on Lincoln Riley to yeah. have a team that can, can support a national championship run, then you are absolutely fooling yourself. This guy has not coached defense ever. Uh, he took over Bob Stoops' talent offensively, and he is a very good offense-slash-quarterback coach. But as far as getting defensive kids on campus, he did zero of that at the University of Oklahoma as it relates to being able to compete at that level uh, on, that, on that national stage against the SEC. I don't know that it's going to be any easier for him at, at USC. I do think they're going to win more games. Then they were winning before he got there. They're going to be a prolific offense. It's going to score. Oh, I play the over. Should I play the over with Lincoln? I, Riley? I don't think that's the. Yeah, I don't think that's the worst idea for sure. Right. He had good offensive players and an abundance of them, not only through the transfer portal, but what they'll be able to recruit out in California. They're going to be good offensively, but that's a different world than getting some kid from 
you know, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, that's a five-star on everybody's board, to go west and live in downtown Los Angeles. So it's a different world. Uh, getting into the Big Ten will help that, but I'm not willing to put him in that level yet. What would he have to do? Would it be hiring a defensive coordinator? Or is he just never going to be anything more than fixated with offense and points scored? Well, he's trying. I mean, he brings in the best defensive coordinators he can. The problem, if you think about it from that athlete standpoint, Homer, if you're a five-star kid from some ghetto in Mississippi, you want to make it to the league, and you're going to go play where they can give you the best chance, the quickest to make it to the league, and that is far and away right now Alabama and Georgia. And so, and by the way, oh, by the way, it's in your backyard. You get to play in the SEC, play against the best teams, and get that quick pass to the league. That becomes a problem for everybody. Now, we've seen it in the Big Ten. They can't consistently recruit defensive linemen and defensive backs like that. And the, the uh, USC, even when they go to the Big Ten, there's going to be a – it's tough to get that type of athlete, which is what you have to have to beat Alabama and Georgia, is play good on defense and, more importantly, defensive line. And so I, it, it, you can hire all the coordinators you want, but if you, the best horses are staying close to home, it's going to be tough to upset the card. All right, lastly, and again, you go to FatJackSports.com. Do it the right way. Uh, any general thoughts about the Big Ten or any specific schools? I remember when Indiana was smoking hot with that coach, and now not so, not even hot. It's gotten bad. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah big, big week for them and a big season. They, they did not, they covered one game out of their last 11 last year. They've covered seven in a row before that. But since then, this team has not been covering a lot of, of games. Um, I do think they rebound. You're never as bad as you appear. You're never as good as you appear, especially as it relates to the point spread. But uh, So I think they will rebound. Within the Big Ten, I mean, it says something that teams like Ohio State is projected to be a double-digit favorite in every game. That includes Michigan. That includes Michigan State. That includes Penn State. So I think the, the line setters believe the league as a whole is down a little bit with the exception of Ohio State. And, by the way, don't get your feelings hurt. They also believe the Big 12 is way down and wide open, and the Pac-12 has been down for about a decade now. So it's not the end of the world. But, yeah, it's uh, it definitely Big 10. It's probably the old guard of USC and then everybody else until proven otherwise. Lastly, Utah favored over Florida? Times have changed, or maybe I'm just a few years behind the times. this year, and as I said, one of the six could be a favorite every single game this year. This is supposed to be their hardest contest. Maybe the coach at Florida was Louisiana Lafayette. This dude did nothing but win over the last three years. 33 wins. That's fourth in college football behind Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, um, the guy at Cincinnati. I mean, he's literally fourth as far as getting it done. So I think Florida's on the right path now. I do think this is a great hire for them. How quickly we're going to find out. That's a better Washington bet game for sure. I don't put your but a lot of money on that one because Georgia is supposed to excuse me, Utah is supposed to be really, really good. But I think Florida's heading the right way and may stick up some on some people once they get the conference play. Go to fatjacksports.com. Any last word on anything that you want to yeah. pass on? Go ahead, Fat. Go ahead, Fat Jack. We just lost you for a second. Uh, repeat that. Yeah, just less, again. less than a hundred dollars a week to get winning picks. Text your cell phone or email to you. No underdog locker millennium. Prices go up on Monday. Do not wait. You can get the weekend, or it's about half that rate when you go long term. Go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and start making money this weekend. Thanks, Fat Jack. Hi, right, brother. Have a good week. See you soon, Homer.
I'm going to be watching Florida.